Good afternoon, Morgantown and abroad, and welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Strange. Each week, we strive to bring you three stories. One good, one bad, and one downright strange. This week, for the good, LGBTQ activists in Ukraine capture Russian soldiers. For the bad, adamant 2020 election deniers seek to replace poll watchers and other key officials in the election process. And for the strange, a 500-pound black bear named Hank the Tank runs amok in South Lake Tahoe, California. Stay tuned right here at U92 The Moose to hear it all. For the good, Russian soldiers captured by LGBTQ plus activists in Ukraine. This story comes from LGBTQ Nation, a trusted outlet for LGBTQ related news. Check them out when you get the chance. Ever since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, LGBTQ Ukrainians have had to worry about whether or not their rights would be stripped away by the invading power. Now, it is true that Ukraine has not done much in the way of civil rights for LGBTQ individuals. Russia does not have marriage equality, but they are leagues ahead of Russia. Not only is there no marriage equality in Russia, but any LGBTQ content or media is prohibited under its so-called gay propaganda law. Furthermore, the Russian Republic of Chechnya has been engaging in a purge of LGBTQ individuals for years. Gay men and transgender people have been tortured and killed under the head of state Razman Kadyrov. The United States has claimed that Russia has a kill list of Ukrainians that are going to be murdered or detained if Russia gets control of the area, and the list includes several LGBTQ people. Side note, Magomed Tushayev, top advisor to the Chechen head of state and a very active part in this purge, was killed this week. But we're going to talk more about that on next week's Good News segment. Despite all of that, LGBTQ Ukrainians got a win last week when a group of Russian soldiers sought refuge in a particular basement in the Ukrainian capital of Kharkiv. The soldiers had no idea what they were in for as the building they chose was of an office building used by a local LGBTQ group. Reportedly, the members of the group beat the soldiers into submission and captured them. LGBT members across Ukraine are helping out in any way they can, just like everybody else. There are several groups dedicated to training, defense, medical treatment, and other necessities. LGBTQ rights activist Veronica Lemina, I apologize if I mispronounced that, said, quote, I am angry. We will kill Putin. End quote. If that doesn't qualify as good news, I don't know what does. Keep fighting the good fight out there and do what you can to support the people of Ukraine and members of the LGBT community wherever you are able to. Moving on to the bad news, vocal 2020 deniers are getting jobs in key positions in the election process. In Pennsylvania, two candidates with very strong vocal opinions about the legitimacy of the 2020 election have been elected to be local voting judges and inspectors. Now let me be clear. Citizens of the country becoming involved in the government to make it work for the people is usually a good thing. However, I don't believe these people have the nation's best intentions at heart. These are people who decided that the country was broken when their favorite TV host lost, and they do not care what they have to do to get him back into office. I also feel the need to point out here that not only did election officials in Georgia and Arizona receive dozens of text messages and phone calls from Donald Trump urging them to undo the results of the elections, but only 475 cases of voter fraud were found in the battleground states, with 80% of them having no suspicious activity at all. If that number sounds big, Biden received 81,268,924 votes. 475 is 0.006% of the votes Biden received, not 6%, 0.006%. Multiple trials and investigations have been done, many of them by Republicans and Trump supporters, and no collusion or coordinated effort to fraud the election have been found. 
Despite this, a massive portion of Republican voters still choose to baselessly believe the election was stolen from them, even though Republicans have not won the popular vote in several decades. Many of these election deniers are being urged by GOP leaders to fill positions involved in the voting process. It seems they're getting ready to challenge the results when they surely lose the popular vote again in 2024. Now, I know there are some of you out there listening who think I'm overreacting to this. So if you're still not convinced that this is a coordinated effort to destabilize our democracy, let me tell you about the person running for Michigan Secretary of State. You might remember a woman named Christina Caramo, who made unsubstantiated claims that she personally witnessed voter fraud as a poll challenger in Detroit. As far as I could find, Caramo didn't receive any kind of legal ramifications for her false claims, and apparently that boosted her confidence enough that she is now running for Michigan Secretary of State. Caramo claims she is running to, quote, remove corruption from our elections, end quote. I think willfully lying about election fraud because your party lost is a pretty blatant example of corruption, but I guess that's just me. We're going to try to stay on top of that and provide you with an update if anything changes. Moving on to the strange. Citizens of Southern California have been visited periodically by a giant black bear that the locals have named Hank the Tank. Apparently, Hank is known for breaking into homes and eating leftovers, specifically pizza. If you need to pick me up today, I would recommend you go ahead and Google Hank the Tank Bear and just look at the image results. He's such a big guy. More than two dozen people have reported similar break-ins with missing food, and the California Department of Fish and Wildlife have said that local police have tried a litany of different deterrents, including beanbag guns, tasers, sirens, just plain yelling at them, and even paintballs but none of those have been able to keep Hank the Tank away for very long. Peter Tyra, a spokesperson for the department, commented, quote, it's easier to find leftover pizza than to go into the forest, end quote. And you know what? I think he might be right. Now, there was a short time where Hank was at risk for euthanasia on his way to becoming the next Harambe. May he rest in peace. However, the local Bear League heavily advocated against the use of euthanasia against Hank, who they view as a neighbor who has simply lost his way. Finally, police found DNA evidence at the scene of one of the break-ins that suggests that there is a bare minimum of three bears involved in this scourge. This information exonerated Hank the Tank, and now the Bear League is working to harmlessly capture Hank and release him out into the wild. That's going to do it for us here today. I hope you all had as much fun as I did. Tune in next week for another installment of The Good, The Bad, and The Strange right here at U92 The Moose. This is your host, Francis Egan, signing off.